0: Welcome back to Doing Our Worst. My name is Katie. Here is my voice. Rebecca, let the people hear you.
1: Hello. Hello, hello.
0: Oh, that was quite seductive. (laughs) So, we are talking about the topic of intuition today. Mm -hmm. I love this topic. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk about this because I would describe us as intuitive people, for sure. And I think we use intuition in every single area of our life and it's definitely guided us to to where we are today wow i sound like a real spiritual guru right now don't i
1: bring in the gems and the sage shove the crystal up my ass
0: and call me genie oh genie i just thought that would be a good name for a person that reads tarot or something i I like that i like that Mm. so I wanted to dive in by talking about, I suppose, an area, like, an. In, how, how do you use your intuition in, like, your daily life? Is it something that guides you quite a lot, mm. would you say?
1: Yeah, completely. In fact, we've, um, me and my mom have had this, like, ongoing joke our whole lives, pretty much, um, where we know that we shouldn't have done something and we do it. And then we have a conversation about, you remember that time that I said that we shouldn't have done something? And it was like going on and on. This was probably about, I'm gonna say about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And we would have the conversation of like, I told you so, I told you so. And there was, um, I don't know whether you anyone ever watched Will and Grace I think it was Will and Grace. I think uh, one must have watched it at some point. Surely. But one of the characters used to do this told you so dance. And like she used to be like, told you so, I told you so, like in this dance. And mom would do it to me all the time because I was like, I should have listened. I fucking knew it. I should have listened. I knew it. And like it kept going on and on so much so that it actually, one, became a thing. And two, really helped to actually start listening to my intuition because these Except things. For a reason. Yeah, like these things kept happening and I was like, oh, maybe I should have. Like, okay then, like it's going to happen again.
0: Yeah, maybe that screaming voice inside of me, maybe I should listen to that, you know? Who knows? Crazy idea. So what specifically was it that you were ignoring or what sort of messages were you ignoring?
1: I think it was more so just the, I can't, I'm going to say probably going out with certain boys I think was a, a very big example. It
0: always comes down to boys
1: <laughs> where we're like hmm, yes I knew this one would be an absolute Those disaster <laughs> um however um I think it was like it was definitely around choosing to do something or saying yes to something which I know comes back to the boundaries when you know that you don't really don't want to go and then you go and it's a shit night which you knew it was going to be anyway and you know like (laughs) those sort of those sort of ones um but I think the it was that voice and knowing that voice and having a conversation that I'm like oh I, I really feel like I shouldn't do this I would go and do it and then we'd have that conversation it's like just completely ignoring myself um and going against my better judgment because my ego loves to be right. That's mm. what used to happen.
0: <laughs> Don't all of our egos love to be right? So why do you think you ignored it then? Even though you kind of, you, you knew you had this feeling inside of you, well, this doesn't feel right. Mm. This person might not be right for me. This situation might not be right for me. Why do you think you went against your better
1: judgment? I think back then I didn't know what I know now in the way of like, I didn't know what that voice was as such. Um, I didn't, I couldn't differentiate the difference between my ego, my victim, you know, like all the parts of me that I'm very fucking aware of now. And like, I'm very aware of when they come in and what they're kicking off about and subconsciously why they're trying to keep me safe and yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm very aware of that now. Whereas beforehand, um, it was like, oh, wow, there's this voice telling me to not do this, but... I don't we know don't what that voice strangers. is. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was almost like that. Like it was literally almost like that. So I think it was, it was the unawareness of why it was telling me not to, or why I had that feeling. And I think I've always been very tapped in and tuned in. I've got to sound like Abraham Hicks here. Um, <laughs> tapped in, tuned in, turned on. Let's just channel that down <laughs> <laughs> Um But I've always been one very intuitive two I have this like weird thing where I almost know when people are going to message me and I know when people are like when when we're about to have a conversation about something or if some I think about someone and then I'll see them the day after like I've always been very like that so when when I wasn't listening to it I think maybe I was also hiding from the fact that I did have this voice that was telling me the right thing and that almost felt scary I don't know that's me riffing do you know
0: Do you know sometimes, and what came up for me when you were just explaining that, is sometimes with intuition, there is a lack of physical evidence Mm -hmm. to back that judgment up. Yeah. So, for example, perhaps you had a feeling that you didn't want to go to this specific event but logically, you might look at that event and say, oh, but all my friends are going. I, you know, it looked like a good party, whatever. I don't know if this is the best example, <laughs> but you can tell intuitively you've just got a bad feeling about going to this event. But because there is no actual logical proof or any sort of physical evidence to back that up, you can ignore that voice in your head because you're like, well, I don't know, maybe it's just a random thought of mine. Yeah, I exactly. And, and then you a- go... And then you go and you realize, actually, that was a gut instinct. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a, this is a terrible party.
1: <laughs> and what, what are you going to say to them? You're like, hey, sorry, I'm not coming because my gut told me not to. <laughs> like, You know, I guess it's one of
0: those things that going back to our last episode about boundaries, you could have just said, no, I've got a really bad feeling. And yeah. I actually want to do X, Y, Z instead. Yeah. I'm just going to stay at home. You know, so sometimes I think with with intuition and going against it sometimes, and I know that I'm speaking for myself here, that I have sometimes not listened to it, Mm. even though the voice has been quite loud, because there hasn't been any logical, evidentiary support to, to, you know, I think that for me has been definitely the thing.
1: Yeah. And did you find when you didn't have, like, it's almost like when you don't have the evidence, it's, it's very hard to, one, make the decision to listen to that voice. But also, did you find that when you did start collating the evidence, you were like, oh, the last time I listened to my intuition, I actually was right, and so I might do that again. Did you find that starting to shift when you did move into the intuition more?
0: Yes, because I think ultimately... Being intuit, intuitive and being able to listen to your intuition and actually take action based off what your intuition—wow, intuition, I can't say that word, which is not very good. Not great this whole episode. Slash, is about I was
1: just—I was just thinking in my head. I wonder how many times we'll say intuition in this podcast.
0: <laughs> Someone keep tally. Do a shot for every time we say the word intuition. You will be Cheers. six feet under, or at least in the back of an ambulance, getting your stomach pumped. <laughs> so. I can't even actually remember where I was going with that. But basically what I was saying is, oh, yes, that's what I was saying. I think the reason why and how you can improve with your intuition and listening to it and then taking action based off that is building trust within yourself. Mm. I think the more you trust yourself and the more you trust your judgment – You are able to trust that voice and you don't need a logical reason to trust it. You just know. You you don't know why you know. You just fucking know. Because the worst thing is when you don't listen to intuition and you look back retrospectively and you knew. Yeah, all along.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You fucking knew. And I think, like, I I love that you said that about trust because I see that with my clients a lot. So when they first start working with me, there's a lot of, there is a lot of lack of trust. And that's why they're working with me because we work on very heavily on the, the foundational mindset piece. But the more they start to begin to trust themselves, the less questions they ask me in the way of like, do you, do you think I should do this or what about this can you tell me what to do here and then it like there's almost this shift where they start to go oh actually I do trust me and yes if I wanted a question or you know maybe a bit of mentorship or yes there's a belief that I'm stuck in I can go and ask Becky but that shift of that trust it you can really see it from working on it and that comes from li- them listening to them as well
0: yes and something and I'm sure you find this with your clients all the time, you probably, maybe you found it with me, (laughs) is that someone will ask you for advice on Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. and you spotlight it back to them. Yeah. What do you think you should do? What do do you think? What do you think you should say? And sometimes when someone says that to you, you're like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) The whole point of hired you (laughs) is to tell me the answers. But actually (sighs) saying I don't know is is a defense mechanism. Yeah. 90% of the time I don't know and actually it was funny because last week I was on an NLP course neuro-linguistic programming for those at home and (laughs) and we talked about language a lot and how to ask better questions and how to question our clients and when a client says if we ask a client a question and they say I don't know the question to ask them is okay but if you did know what would you say
1: yeah oh it's so good it is so
0: good it's so good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then they always come back with an answer. With the answer, exactly. People always. I really do believe that ninety-nine percent of the time we have a, we have the answers within ourselves, and we just need to actually allow ourselves to be a bit introspective and to ask ourselves the question and to get a little bit quiet. You don't need to know the answer immediately sometimes, but I think sometimes when you get a little bit quiet and you have a moment, you will tap into that yourself, and I think mm. that's that's a way you can strengthen your intuition for sure.
1: And I think you always do know, right? Like, if you take so many instances where you think you don't, or you maybe get a bit stuck in whether it's life, business, you know, we obviously heavily talk about business because we're entrepreneurs and that's our life. Yeah, I'm not uh, <laughs> Hashtag. Um, but. You actually always know, and I know I've said that about 50 times now, but actually like every time you look at something where you're like, I don't know, or I don't know what to do, or I don't know what decision to make. If you actually sit down quietly enough, it's because you never let yourself get quiet. That's -hmm. the problem. Like you're too busy scrolling your phone, overthinking everything that you don't know and comparing yourself to everyone who potentially quote unquote does know that you don't give yourself the time to actually have that space. Yeah. Do you? And I was no, doing that all the time.
0: Yeah, distraction, 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 never af- never having to actually look at yourself, ask yourself these questions, get in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. When people say, I don't know, I'm like, bullshit, you do know. Yeah. You know, you just don't want to get honest with yourself. And mm-hmm. I think the thing about intuition, you can lie to someone else. You can lie to yourself. You cannot lie to your gut. No. Your gut will not shut up it won't. So if you're in the wrong relationship, for example, and I think that's a very specific <laughs> example that a lot of people can relate to in life. I think intuition comes out a lot in, mm-hmm. in personal relationships. I would say specifically romantic relationships. And I know that I've experienced this in my life. If I've been dating someone, sometimes for some inexplicable reason, I've had a bad feeling and there has been no, again, evidence to suggest that this person is not good for me or that they have all these red flags sometimes they're green flag central and I still will be like oh I don't know I've got a mm-hmm. weird feeling mm. have you ever experienced that in, in romantic relationships <laughs> she asks knowing full well what the
1: answer is <laughs> knowing full well it's the biggest yes of any kind <laughs> <laughs> um program's yes program's rigged <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, I yes, I have. And quite recently, but I think it, the relationship that I've just come out of was very different because at the beginning, it felt right. It did feel right. And kind of, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, maybe maybe I was bullshitting myself all the way back then. I don't know. But it felt right to, for me <laughs> yes, at the time. Know. If because you know. <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't know, you know, you know, um, it felt right for me at the time because I hadn't done work on myself at that point. And I think that's what it, I genuinely think that's what it was. Um, And when we got to Australia, which intuitively I knew was right, like I knew moving to Australia was the right thing, which was very strange because I know I'm back now, but it's weird how my business was built there. I met you there. Like, you know, there's just so many things that happened in Australia that that actually has amplified and created the life of my dreams now. And so intuitively, albeit it was in the wrong circumstances and not with the person that I'm now spending the rest of my life with, which is fine, you know, things change and people change and we all change and that's okay. Uh, Yeah, so Australia was like a real intuitive yes for me. Like I remember having, I don't remember having any feelings around that. Where I where I freaked out, where it felt weird, where I was like absolutely not. Um, in fact, I remember like a lot of people being actually quite surprised that I wasn't more um, worried or more upset. And like, yeah, I sobbed at the airport. I sobbed every time I said goodbye to everyone. I sobbed, you know, a lot of times. (laughs) I sobbed in the shower. I sobbed in the taxi. (laughs) Um, However, like I truly, truly knew that it was the right decision. And I think that was just so powerful to see because yes. Okay. It didn't, I didn't end up staying there and who knows you know I've got permanent residency I need to check it whether I can go back I'm not <laughs> you need sure to double check that <laughs> I'm not sure how it works um, <laughs> but you know like so I could go back I could live there um, and I probably would if the whole of my family and all of my friends would come with me um, mm. but like it was just so amazing to see that me going to Australia opened so many doors for me like I definitely would not have done hypnosis and NLP and had a very successful business I, I wouldn't have had any of those if I hadn't have gone to Australia I would hands down say that that wouldn't have been a thing so I think that was like one very big intuitive yes for me um but obviously the relationship that I went out in um because I was doing all this work on myself and I think because I started to actually listen that's when I started to really see um That it wasn't right and I think I probably knew that it wasn't right for about a year and a half before I actually decided to end it as well.
0: That's so common. I think a lot of people stay in relationships for years Mm. longer than they probably should Mm -hmm. because it's scary to yeah well there's so many reasons why people stay in relationships of course I don't want to oversimplify it but Mm. I think a lot of people intuitively know that the relationship is has run its course or it's not right anymore Mm. and people stay for a lot yeah a lot longer and it's,
1: it's weird because I remember having a conversation I met a a my friend out there Layla and we were like really good friends and she owned a business too and she lived about five minutes down the road she kind of became like my big sister out there and you know if I needed to lend a suitcase and you know all of that sort of shit like I would always go to her but she was like unbelievably intuitive in in lots of different ways and I remember having coffee with her this probably would have been like I'm gonna say end of 2019 um and she and you know when someone's trying to tell you tell you that he's not right and I was like absolutely not like no like and but like and it's so weird because I remember this mem I remember this so succinctly I remember something in my body going she's fucking right and you know she is you know she is she's right and like it was just so weird that when you know when i told her and actually like she really helped me through moving back home she's still got all my stuff there i need to i need Lila, to bring my stuff she back. is a true mvp she, she is <laughs> um Yum. big shout outs so if you're if you're listening um but you know she she was like it was a, like yeah we know this of course isn't right. yeah and yeah. she she knew what i was about to tell her before i told her she was like i know what you're about to say And I was like, "Fuck yeah, so that that I think like though it was like weird because it was wrapped up in like not being intuitive about the relationship, but being intuitive about Australia. Like it was weird. And things can change, you know, yeah,
0: things are ever changing and dynamic and what may have been right and felt right at the start no longer suited you after X amount of years because you changed and grew as a person. So then the relationship can feel wrong Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel right anymore. I think it's really interesting because you said your intuition led you to go to Australia. I definitely think I've followed my intuition when it comes to moving. Yeah, That's been a huge part of, of why I've moved. And I always knew, don't know why, that I wanted to go to London. I always just felt, yep, I'm doing it. And it was really like sure decision that I was going to do it. And I did it. And weirdly, and this is one of those funny moments that I think about, quite frequently actually it was very much a sliding doors moment Mm. i had a friend that was getting married in 2020 march 2020 and i have spoken about this on the podcast before and i initially rsvp'd no to that wedding this is when i was living in london and i initially rsvp'd no i was like so sorry i can't come i think i'm going to come to australia at the end of that year now if you are a human on the earth (laughs) you may be familiar with what happened in 2020. Anyway, I had a dream one night, and it was towards the end of 2019, that I went home to the wedding in March and I had the best time and I woke up and I was like, I've got to go to that wedding. I have to go to that wedding. Why am I not going? So I did, and I decided that day, I was like, yep, fine, I'm gonna book. (laughs) Some call me impulsive. Anyway, (laughs) I decided I was going to book uh, and go back back home to Australia in March. And lo and behold, that ended up being COVID. It ended up being the crux of COVID. And I got, quote unquote, stuck back home for two years. At the beginning, I was like, this is a disaster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was devastated. It ended up being the biggest blessing in disguise because that is when I started my business. And so many amazing things happened because of that. I yeah I can't imagine I would have started my business had I been living in London during Covid I would have been financially strained and I just don't think it would have happened you never know for sure of course but I think I had that intuitive pull to go to Australia at that time and there was no better place to be than Perth with my family yeah. where we weren't massively affected by Covid and I started my business during that time so sometimes you look back and you're like that is
1: weird it but is that was isn't quite it? weird yeah. yeah i've had so many instances like that and i think it's like it comes down to i think intuition is like a lot it's choice right isn't it it's like the choices yeah. that you make and i've always been a massive believer of and like the one choice that you make has such a massive impact on the rest of your life and the path that you go down and you know where that leads and I always do this like I look back and I'm like oh okay well this led me here and this mm. decision led me here like you know even the decision um, which was an intuitive decision to come home for the hen party for my best friend Beth in the summer. And it actually meant that I was in in England for eight weeks. Now I guarantee you, if I came back just for the wedding and I was back for two weeks, I would still be in Australia right now. I, I guarantee it. But it, because I decided to come back for eight weeks, I came back for the hen do which was early June and then I stayed till like the end of July. It gave me that feeling and that knowing that I was like, fuck, I cannot be away from my family. I cannot let this like life of mine slip out of my hands because of a location that I enjoy being in. And even that like blows my mind that like you you have that thought or you have that knowing or you have that like, yeah, I'm doing this. And I remember even like saying goodbye to to my ex when I left for the for the airport being like, no, I'm not even sad about this. Like <laughs> I'm ready to go. And I know that I've got to go right now. It's so weird, isn't it? Just like looking at how it, then has that domino effect on on what happens next.
0: Yeah, and I think it's so interesting because in those circumstances that we've just given those examples with, we were quite calm and mm. the, the intuition was a very all-knowing, this feels right, I feel calm in my decision, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna take the action. And we didn't re- really sit on it for too long, we kind of made the decision and that was that. What I think I have struggled with with intuition is that sometimes... I cannot tell the difference or I struggle to tell the difference between my anxiety Mm. and my intuition. So I'm going to give an example. And for me, this comes out in dating and relationships. And the reason why I think this comes out in this area of my life is because I think there has been, and I don't say this lightly, (laughs) there has been more trauma in that department of my life and our intuition uses past well our brain uses past experiences and cues that end up forming part of our intuition I think sometimes Mm -hmm. as well and I think that can sometimes have the physiological response where you feel super anxious and you think that might be your intuition but actually it's just your past trauma and sometimes I have definitely felt that I've experienced the anxiety but also that was my intuition as well and i find it really hard to sometimes to separate the two and to differentiate fear and anxiety
1: from my intuition that's something I've, I've definitely struggled with what Why does it what what makes it feel different
0: because sometimes it doesn't feel different because sometimes my intuition is really calm and knowing like we just spoke about and sometimes it feels like a fight or flight response and i don't feel safe and sometimes that has been my intuition and sometimes I think it's been my past experiences that are making me afraid and making me think it's my intuition Mm. does that make sense yeah so I've I definitely found that in certain like scenarios like say if I was say if I was seeing somebody I might be like oh I've got a bit of a bad feeling or I think that I don't know I think something's going on here and I was correct But then sometimes I've had that feeling and it hasn't been the case. Mm. And I think sometimes it's my past experiences making me think it's my intuition. So, for example, say if you were someone that had been cheated on like three times in the past, you're naturally going to be suspicious of any partner that comes into your future because that's your past experience. But if you suspect that your partner is cheating, that your new partner is cheating on you, well, that might not necessarily be your intuition mm. that might just be a past trauma yeah. so I think sometimes it can be really hard to differentiate do you experience that or do you think you're very in ha- with it all
1: the time mm, I had to just like dive a little bit deeper because I couldn't it wasn't resonating with me at all when you were saying that but I think I understand what you what you're saying now is in the way of having the like the fear and the anxiety and thinking that is the intuition that's yes. what I yeah okay so I heard it as like i just heard it very differently but now i okay. understand um <laughs> i'm with you um yeah to an extent i think intuition you always know like i can think of two instances where you were in fear and anxiety but you were fucking right i can think it yeah you were right uh-huh. you know both of those times intuitively you knew mm-hmm. regardless and um and i think like the the kind of around the cheating thing and that that happened to me several times in my life um but that was again like I just I, I just knew I just knew it was happening
0: did you find that in your relationships that came after
1: those yes cheating and that's, relationships? yeah that's what made did That's struggle what made with intuition Um, I don't think it was intuition. I just think it was the trauma coming up that I had to have a conversation with him about it. And I think he called me out in the end because he was like, Becky, I am not the same as the boys that you've gone out with before. You have to give me a chance to prove myself, do you? Yeah. And that kind of made me go, okay, yeah, fine. But I think intuitively, I knew he wasn't. I knew it was the trauma behind it.
0: So there was still the awareness behind it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Something
0: that I find is that I'm getting a lot better at, deciphering between the two and the what I do is I don't I'm not as reactive Mm. in those moments Mm. so say if I have a bad feeling about someone or something I sit with that for a little bit again going back to the quiet moments perhaps Mm. and be like okay this is how I feel and then I ask myself why do I feel this is this probably based on some past experience or do I genuinely have a bad feeling about this specific person or situation? Yeah. So I actually asked myself the question and what I've discovered is that if it's an intuitive feeling, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. The anxiety mm-hmm. doesn't pass and that feeling doesn't pass. Whereas if it's fear-based and ego-based, it does pass. Yeah. So that's what I've learned in that scenario definitely I think that's the way I can differentiate I do I do still sometimes struggle with a little bit even though I would say I'm I'm a super intuitive person but that is I think because there has been more I would say trauma in that department of my life yeah there's there's been more experiences there's layers to it so I have to dig a little bit deeper Mm. between the fear based response the ego response to my to my inner knowing my intuition
1: yeah what part of your life would you say you are most intuitive with Oh, I
0: think, and I'm going to contradict myself. Relationships. Relationships. I love that. I honestly, but I do, like, I I really think I am intuitive with my relationships. Like, for example, I felt like with you, we just knew straight away that Mm. we were going to be such good friends. Yeah. (laughs) And with you all the time. I'll think about you and you'll message me and vice versa. the time. All <laughs> the time. All the time. And I think that's really interesting. And so I can always tell very quickly if I'm going to be good friends with someone. And I'll have feelings that something might be off. And this kind of comes into empathy, I think, being a very sensitive and empathetic person, an emotional person. That all comes under these, the umbrella of intuition, I think, um, because we are so much more in touch with our feelings. And so, mm. so I think... We are, we have a tendency to get more introspective and then be in touch with how other people are feeling. So we're more perceptive, um, which is a blessing and a curse. I think, I think Mm. it's a, a, an amazing way to be, but I don't necessarily know if it makes me happier as a person, (laughs) if I'm being honest. Um, but I think that probably relationships, I run my business very intuitively. I think Mm. I don't make tons of decisions based on data and logic. Mm -hmm. I make a lot of decisions based on how I feel. Yeah. I same thing with moving countries. I moved to Edinburgh based on the fact that I had a feeling that this is the place for me to be. Tons of areas in my life mm. I make those decisions. How about you? Where do you feel like you are the most intuitive?
1: Um Can I say moving forwards? Is that weird? Like is that weird? You cannot say I moving forwards. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> I just think like next what do you mean? like next steps. I'm very mm. intuitive with like what what has to happen next? It kind of feels like it's like, oh, yeah, okay, good, done, decision made, done, move, we move forwards. Oh, and I, I moved like quite that. quickly in that. So, like, you know, the, the moment that I knew Australia wasn't for me, it was in within the space of three days that I'd intuitively made it, made the decision, booked the flight, came back home, kind of thing. Um, and it's really weird because when I do tap into intuition and I really listen, things line up for me like it was some sort of fucking story that had been written by the universe. It is so weird. Like, since since I've come back, yes, we've had a lot of bullshit to deal with, which is fine. Like, you do when you're breaking up and, you know, that's, that's life. But everything moving forwards in my new relationship has been so unbelievably easy Things have lined up in the exact right time, at the right place, at the right circumstance. And you know when you're like, fuck, if, if this can't tell, like this tells me everything. And I think like those, the way that that works, like even if I think about Australia and how, you know, when we got there and went to Melbourne and then we ended up going to New South, New South Wales and then we were in Southern Highlands and then I got that job and then I did NLP, like everything was just like, Ting ting, ting 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 like the whole time. And I think we had this discussion last week um when you were like, there was so much resistance behind something you were trying to do, and you're like, do I need to look into this? <laughs> like, Is this it's supposed to be the sign from the heavens? <laughs> <laughs> but I think like when you like that wasn't a good example, but I'm just saying it like that just pinged into my head. But I think when I make that moving forward. Like intuitively, whether that's hiring someone for the business, a team member, a new coach, a where to live, you know, whatever, like the moving forward, intuitive decisions. If things start like completely lining up from then, I'm like, good, that was right. That was it. Yes. Everything just lines up for you. Yeah that's nice. Mm, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I find sometimes with my intuition, it really warns me against things. Mm. I think that is the strongest thing for me. But also, uh, I like to, and this is something I'm, I'm wanting to do more of, is work on trusting myself more and more and more and more. Because I yeah. think sometimes you can find that, If you look back to your past, you're like, oh, my judgment maybe wasn't the best or it didn't lead me to the right thing or whatever. And then the more work you do on yourself and the more you learn to trust yourself and work on your subconscious. We've done a lot of stuff on the subconscious mind, probably need a whole episode in itself (laughs) on it because it's quite a complicated (laughs) thing to talk about. But that's something I'm definitely working on more and more is like you can trust yourself. You are Mm. not the same person that you were when you were 25. You've got this. Yeah, and not ignoring those feelings because I think the worst thing is looking back, as I said before, and realizing, oh, you knew yeah. <laughs> and you just didn't listen. God damn maybe. it! <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs>
1: it's like the top that you like try on and then leave in the shop, and then you can't stop thinking about. And yeah, you go and buy it, and it's all sold out, and you're like, fuck, should I just got it off? when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the indecisiveness can can be a real killer. How did you build the trust in your intuition?
0: I think by looking at the past as well. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're like, when was I right? Mm-hmm. When was my intuition right? And looking at those experiences and being like, you can trust this. There is plenty of proof. So you're kind of looking at the logic in yeah. a way. Yeah. Um, and I think just by self-compassion and working on your confidence Working on being more decisive. I actually, I actually am a decisive person, mm-hmm. and when I make a decision, I'm like, that's it, that's my decision. Like, I think in many ways similar to what I resonated a lot with what you said. You make a decision, and you're like, right, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I booked. I had. A, I wanted to come back to the UK. I had a hunch that I wanted to come back. It was unfinished business, and within two weeks, I'd booked my ticket. Mm-hmm. So I don't sit on things for a very long time. Sometimes I just fucking know. And it always does lead me to the right thing. And I think sometimes trusting in the fact that it is going to lead you to the right people, the right places, the right situations for you. And if you don't listen to your intuition, it will be a lesson.
1: Yeah, exactly. If, you know, if it doesn't lead you, even if you did listen to your intuition and it led you to a thing that you didn't want it to be, yeah, you still are okay. It's a lesson is a lesson like you're okay like I always say that to my clients play the fear till the end baby like let's go there what would you do you know I always said that when I moved to Australia because everyone was so panicked they're like but what if it doesn't work you've never lived with him before like how will you even know and I'm like well I just get on a plane and I come home like yeah. fucking hell! Like, what if? What if? What, what, if, if, what like, if? What if? Yeah, yeah. what if? Shut up. Like, what would you do? Like, <laughs> I won't be in a box, will I? Come on! Like, I just go back home. That's the end. And I think, like, because we make those what ifs up, and I think the what ifs actually stop us from listening to intuition a lot. You know, oh, okay, if yeah. I did this, and you know, that could have stopped me from from moving back home for sure. That was a huge huge decision with lots of things intertwined in that decision and actually you know if I played that yes I would have been fine out there but would I have been happy hell no Mm -hmm. because I knew I wasn't so you know like it's it's taking that leap as well isn't it having the intuition and then actually having that bravery to go okay then we're doing this we're doing doing it it." we're doing it
0: Sometimes, and I, I think of I'm thinking of a specific situation in my mind where I've got a really bad, I, I had a really bad gut feeling. And actually, I'm going to use the example again of the dating scenario. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. it's the same person that I've <laughs> used as a reference point a few times. Hello. But it's just the most, hello. Uh, but it's just the most recent example. And it's just, I remember the intuition was like screaming out at me. And I remember having a very bad feeling. And throughout this experience of dating this person, I'd had a few moments of anxiety, again, because I think it was just past bad bad experiences. But I was like, nope, I've been given no reason to not trust this person. We're going to proceed. And I'm glad I did because I think that was more anxiety than, than intuition. Mm. And then I had a really bad feeling for about three days. It just wouldn't go away. I just had this really bad hunch. I could sense that things were off and then as soon as I saw this person, you know. I knew, <clears throat> I knew it was like a stranger in a way. It felt like not even the same. It, it, it's funny because it didn't even feel like what, what it was like on a first or second date where you don't really know someone. It felt like a total different person. I, just, I could read him like a book. Even though I hadn't known him very long, I just knew that it was like an emotional wall had gone up. Um, And it just, I just knew, I just knew that I was right. Mm -hmm. And I knew the way the conversation was going to go before I'd even had the conversation with him where it inevitably ended. And that was a huge lesson to me. And although it sucked and sometimes you're like, oh, that was shitty, but I was really proud of myself and it just reinforced to me how strong my intuition is Mm. And I think sometimes when you do have those moments where your intuition uh, is affirmed to you in that way, that's really strong in, in strength, strengthening those neural pathways to be like, you can trust yourself. Your gut is on point. You know, you know. So mm-hmm. next time when you feel the same feeling, don't doubt yourself. Stop doubting yourself because you fucking know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's funny because I knew that you knew that. And I like, know that he knows that we know is. that they know. Because <laughs> like even around that time like i was like i'm not even coaching her through this because i know she knows and yeah. I, that was it and like the moment that i saw your fa- I, I saw your name pop up on my phone i was like okay yeah it's she open. was right <laughs> <laughs> whilst i was eating my dumplings um good times good but times. yeah i think i think it is that isn't it it's like sitting in that it's learning it's testing out and i always say this to clients you know if you're building anything whether you're building self-trust whether you're building self-belief start really small you know like almost like you're at the gym and you're doing deadlifts for the first time you wouldn't do 100 kg deadlift you would do 30 kg and build up so like how can you use <laughs> lol 30 kg <30kg. laughs> i remember when i went to the gym <laughs> for the first time in a really long time
0: and I was doing a pump class and she goes let's start with the one kilos (laughs) one kilo deadlift for gay I'm like should I just not even have a bar should I just lift air because what is the point (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, Sorry for interrupting, 100K deadlifts, 30K deadlifts, et cetera.
1: You know, like start using the intuition really small. So it could be like the smallest decision in what you eat for dinner or what you watch on Netflix or what you wear that day or who you message or who you call. Like start using your intuition and just be like, hmm, how am I feeling? Like, what do I want? And just listen to that first like gut reaction that comes up. I think testing that muscle out makes yeah. it easier. And I'd done that, you know, I'd done that so often that making the biggest decision of my life that would change my life completely in a trajectory that I didn't ever see in my vision at all, I knew. I knew. And I was I was okay with that. I was okay with that. You were okay able to make that decision that. quickly and you could trust that. Yeah, exactly. I
0: remember saying I remember you saying something to me and I really loved it. It was about, again, building that self-trust and starting really small and saying to yourself as you're doing things that you're doing them. So, for example, you're doing the dishes and you say in your mind, you're like, I'm going to pick up the fork now. And then you pick up the fork and it sounds really weird, but it's just showing yourself that you follow through, you trust yourself and you're doing the things you say you're going to do. And that's a really simple way of building self-trust in a really small, a really small way. Mm -hmm that seems really manageable for people and especially if you aren't decisive and you really struggle to listen to yourself and you often go against your gut I really liked that piece of advice I thought that was really cool yeah
1: I love that exercise Mm. and there's another one that came up to my head while we're cracking all the exercises out but um one of the ones that I always that I always will do is the moment like we said the moment that you go introspective and you go within If you close your eyes and you go, should I go home to the UK and listen to the very first thing that comes up, like within the snap second, that little tiny voice that goes, yeah, yeah, you should. And it almost like, and then you can feel into that and be like, okay, if I did that, like, is that a full body? Yes. For me, like, where do I feel that in my body? If I weren't to do that, what would that feel like in my body? And really like, just start listening to the very first thing, because that's usually the the answer that we need. I also
0: think as well, if you're someone whose first instinct is to ask everyone else for their opinion and for their advice, try and train yourself out of that Mm -hmm. because all that's doing is actually making you trust yourself less Mm -hmm. and you have to rely on the judgment of others and the opinion of others to make your decision and actually they're giving you advice based on their map of the world and that's not what you want you want to make a decision based on who you are what's right for you and what you know about the situation and your map of the world so if you are someone who is indecisive always asking for other people's opinions or advice before you make a decision no matter how big or small even if it's what do I want for dinner tonight? Or shall I take this job, no matter how big or small, you should just avoid that temptation, avoid that knee-jerk reaction of asking someone else for their for their opinion and ask yourself, Should I take this job? Does this feel right for me? What am I gonna wear to this event? Because so many people do that. Are you going to mm. wear heels tonight? What are you going to wear tonight? Should I send this in a text? What should I say now? Oh my gosh, stop, stop, yeah. stop. Bring it back. Bring <laughs> it bring bring back. back, girlfriend. <laughs> and, or boyfriend, whoever you are, them friend. <laughs> Dem- <laughs> and, and just stop and
1: just get quiet. Mm. You know, you know mm. the answers. Mm. I, think, I think that like sums it up perfectly. Agreed. You know. You freaking you know. know. We say, we've we said that that many times. You know. You fucking know. Okay. I love the episode. Intuition. You fucking know. You fucking know.
0: <laughs> Every time I hear myself say no now, have you seen those reels on Instagram where they're, they're, there's Australian people and they're like, no. no. <laughs> but you fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> on that lovely note, I think that is a perfect place to wrap things up. Name. We got all serious on your ass then. We got all serious and then we brought it back (laughs) because that's what we do. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and if you like us and if you want to hear more, please rate and review. We're only interested in five stars around here though. (laughs) The end. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.